Okay, you're listening to the news from Washington Golf. Uh, this is Tom Cade. I am the Senior Director of Communications for Washington Golf. And today we have with us Evan Johnson, who is the Director of Programs and Development at the First Tee of Greater Seattle. Evan, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Tom. Yeah, did I get your title correct? Yeah. You did, you did. And uh, that title has evolved a little bit over the last couple of years to include the development uh-huh. side. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I used to be the program's director. I always knew you as that, so now I see the development, yeah. So, uh, Evan, I just wanted to uh, get uh, some background on yourself, actually. Uh, I know a lot about the First Tee chapter itself, but uh, why don't you let us know about your particular journey, how you got here, uh, where'd you start from, where'd, where'd you go to school, where'd you go to high school? Yeah, thanks. Uh, I grew up in this area, actually, uh, Skyline High School, up on the Sammamish Plateau. Uh, mm-hmm. I played uh, on the golf team there, and I was the captain for a couple years. Um, I went on to play at uh, Claremont McKenna College down in California, okay. uh, Division Three NCAA school, and uh, had a lot of fun down there uh, playing golf, mostly focused on academics, but I was able to uh, enjoy some time on the golf team, and we even made it to the national championships uh, one of those years. Um, nice. How did you choose Claremont? You know, uh, first of all, my, my college search was all within the state of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up in the Northwest, I love it here, but I was looking forward to some sunshine. Nice, yeah. And, uh, you know, about eight to ten schools were on my list. Uh, Claremont just really stood out as kind of a niche school, great academics, good culture. Um, and, uh, you know, I was able to uh, play on the golf team, too. So a combination of academics and golf was, was kind mm-hmm. of my ultimate goal. I'm really glad I went there. Yeah, okay. So uh, what year did you graduate? Graduated Claremont in 2005 and came back up to the Northwest, actually, to kind of explore career opportunities. Um, I had a, a, a bachelor in Bachelor of Arts in uh, Psychology and Legal Studies. So I was mm-hmm. considering going into law. Uh, of course, the golf world has always been forefront of my life, so mm-hmm. kind of uh, looking at some options there. Um, I ended up getting into uh, real estate development and real estate finance for uh, a few years, mm-hmm. um, four or five years there after, after graduation. And I really enjoyed it, learned a lot, uh, played golf a ton uh, as recreation on the side, playing tournaments and a lot of Washington golf events and mm-hmm. um, really kind of enjoying that. Uh, but, but I missed golf and uh, I ended up uh, kind of getting involved in the first tee as a volunteer, just uh, randomly met Heidi Wills, who was our executive director at the time, and mm-hmm. she invited me to come volunteer with the chapter. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, had a great time with the people I met. Seemed like a um, really important program to the community that I hadn't known that much about uh, in the past. Um, kind of headquartered up at Jefferson Park, uh, mm-hmm. which is not a place I had spent a ton of time up until that point, growing up on the east side, but... Um, started getting more and more involved in the chapter as a volunteer and as a part-time coach. And then so, in 2011, um, the, uh, the program director position came available and mm-hmm. talked to Heidi a bit and realized how interested I was and kind of dropped everything else and went full-time into the first team and really enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. So what was your first uh, role as a volunteer? Was it as a coach or was it uh... – because I see you started in 2009 as a volunteer. That's, that's, you've been around quite a bit for this. Yeah, time definitely flies. Uh, yeah. And like a lot of people, you know, you, 
you kind of just dip your toes in. Um, you know, hey, I have an interest in getting involved. I want to give back. I love the game of golf. I want to work with kids. I'm not really sure how to do that. And like a lot of our volunteers, uh, that's how you get started. Maybe help out with a special event, um, come to a coach workshop, you know, uh, maybe just a phone call to kind of learn more. And, and if you decide that, you know, you want to be a part of the mission and um, you kind of find a role that works for you, then, yeah, you know, it kind of evolves from there. So for me, it was mm-hmm. just, it was one special event up at Jefferson Park. It was kind of a fundraising shootout where people could come out and try to get a hole-in-one on the par threes, and there'd be a prize, uh, you know, at the end of the day for all the closest to the pins. And, you know, I played, and then I would also just kind of walk around with people who were playing solo, and I got to meet a lot of people from University and especially the staff. And then from there, it became a coaching uh, role for sure. So that was towards mm-hmm. the end of 2009. Starting in 2010, uh, I started going to some of the trainings, and I was coaching with the first team part-time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So somewhere along here, looks like uh, you became a uh, member of the PGA section, Pacific Northwest section. Is that right? I did, yeah. Um, I'm a level three associate. So hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have my full status as a PGA member. But mm-hmm. it's been a really incredible journey. Um, you know, really glad I, I did that. Um, you know, the, the PGA started kind of expanding its parameters a little bit to allow people in, in my role uh similar first tee chapters around the country uh, to join the PGA, even though, you know, we're headquartered at a green grass facility. I don't necessarily manage an instructional staff or a golf cart fleet or um, some of the other, uh, you know, operational categories that, that a golf course needs to do, the agronomy side. And yet uh, we are, you know, a part of the golf, uh, part of the fabric of the golf industry. And so I've really found um, a lot of satisfaction and ways to get involved in the local PGA, especially from a player development standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're obviously very involved in junior golf, um, really moving the needle with things like PGA Junior League and starting mm-hmm. kids out from a young age, giving them a you know full appreciation for the game of golf. And mm-hmm. so, you know, being a part of the PGA has been a blast. Really enjoyed it and uh, met a lot of good people along the way. So the development. Uh uh, addition to your title is that where all this comes in with the the uh, grassroots growth with it? Yeah, uh, you know, as a nonprofit, in some ways, everybody who works for the first tee is involved in some way on the giving side. Um, and you know, we were fortunate to have uh, families and volunteers and donors and all of all of the people involved in the first tee are giving in some way. Uh, so whether it's uh, it, it's maybe a, a recruitment of new volunteers and coaches um, or maybe creating a new fundraising event uh, that's going to help raise some much-needed funds for the first tee. I mean, one of the amazing things about the first tee and what sets it apart is any young person can join regardless of their ability to pay. So mm-hmm. we can offer up to a full scholarship for any young person who needs it. And mm-hmm. to do that, uh, we, we have to raise – a pretty good amount of money, um, you know, behind the scenes to, to make that possible. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's been a lot of fun. You know, we have individual donors. I mean, every 5 and $10 donation makes a difference. And then we also have major fundraising events uh, where we see some pretty significant giving uh, by individuals, local companies. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, well, great. Uh, so uh, these days, with the, the current situation, with uh, many businesses uh, closed down for uh, temporarily, including golf, uh, I noticed uh, on your website, actually, that uh, on March 11th, you, your, your 
programs stopped operation. Is that correct? Uh, essentially. I mean, in person, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We're still operating as a chapter, and we're finding ways to reach kids at home uh, mm-hmm. by email, by through social media, through video calls. I mean, we're on the mm-hmm. Zoom train, and, and we've got weekly calls with our different groups of kids, uh, mm-hmm. whether they're teenagers in our junior advisory board um, or you know, our ACE program, girls golf. Uh, it's really great to be able to maintain that connection um, mm-hmm. when we can't do it at the golf course. Um, right. We did have so, to cancel our spring session, which is where the kids come to the green grass facility. And we were expecting about 900 kids enrolled this spring. So that was a, yeah. that was a big decision and, and a hard one to swallow because we were really ready and, and excited to see the kids again. But uh, we put that on hold for now, obviously. So you've done as much as you can, though, kind of virtually and keeping the keeping the interest going. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've always appreciated about the first tee and more as time goes on is is how long kids will participate in in their childhood. Uh, we have kids who will play with us uh, from age five to eighteen. So they join, you know, as a little tyke and just learning the game of golf and, uh, you know, doing some fun games, running around, playing golf, baseball, and then, you know, fast forward, they're playing on their high school team and thinking about what college they're going to go to. And all along the way, they build relationships with us, um, the coaches, people they can look up to and ask for advice. And mm-hmm. the golf course, their home course is a, you know, familiar place to go, whether it's Jefferson or Riverbend or Jackson Park, Crossroads Park 3. And so, you know, we don't want to lose that. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, they're at home and, and they aren't able to, you know, get out and about in all aspects of their life. So we're not alone, obviously. But uh, yeah. these are, it's more than just golf instruction. It's also relationship building. And, and so we want to be able to maintain that as the best we can. Yeah. So uh, for for kids and for parents who want to uh, still want to continue with the program and maybe get into the program for the first time, they just go to the website or they contact anyone in particular yeah yeah great question i mean uh, in some ways getting involved in what that looks like going forward uh we hope returns to what we would normally have which is our mm-hmm. full session of class you'd sign up for the spring or you'd sign up for summer or fall or all the above mm-hmm. um, you're signing up for an eight-week season and then other uh, optional special events that happen during that time clinics and tournaments and whatnot but it's really that eight-week class session where you're going to come to the golf course once a week Mm-hmm. Um, and learn golf skills and life skills. Uh, that right now, that's what we had to cancel for spring. Um, looking ahead to summer is going to be our next, um, you know, our next season. And, and we're, you know, trying to get our minds around what that will look like. There are obviously a mm-hmm. lot of new considerations. Um, we, along with, you know, everything else in golf for the most part, um, have a kind of a distinct advantage to be able to socially distance and reduce the need to share equipment and things like that. I mean, we mm-hmm. provide clubs for any kid who comes to the program and doesn't have their own. Um, and so they're outside, they've got their own club they can use and they don't have to share it. You know, we can easily space people apart. So we're really optimistic about what we'll be able to do this summer. Um, normally our summer registration uh, would open April 28th and we would have tons to choose from. Summer's our biggest season. We have, you know, 12 locations, including now up in Snohomish County. Um, and so we're hoping to mirror that as best as possible. It might be smaller groups than we're used to. Um, you know, there'll be some new things to get used to. Uh, we might be wearing facial coverings uh, while we're 
playing golf, um, whatever is the smartest decision. We want to really be part of the solution, um, but do the best we can to impact young lads through the game of golf and get them out swinging the club and walking on the grass again. Um, we think that's really important. So, so for updates uh, for the programming and the status and scheduling, they just go to the website. Is the best way to go. Yeah, the best place to go is the website. That's where we keep everything updated. Um, right now, you won't see too many details on what the summer class options will be, um, but you can get on our mailing list. Uh, you can kind of get a feel for what, uh, you know, last summer would have looked like, and we're going to make it as similar to that as possible. Um, and our rough date for uh, summer registration will be May 12th. Um, that also comes about a week after, you know, the state, stay-at-home order is scheduled to be lifted or changed or whatever happens. And so that'll be a big benchmark for us, just as it is for, for a lot of others in the golf industry is, you know, what do things look like going forward? What are the recommendations, group sizes, and, and um, you know, what, what that looks like. So uh, about May 12th is when we anticipate having summer registration open. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, you can go on the website, you can call our office, um, you can email us information at the first .org. We can make sure we keep you updated. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, generally in the summer, we, we have class from age five and up, um, all mm -hmm. skill levels, and uh, everything takes place at the golf course, which is great. Yeah, that's really great. So just to uh, repeat, but the uh, website address is firsttseattle.org, and the phone number is 206-762. Two three three four. Is that the best one? And you got it. And the website just added the so it's the first T Seattle. Oh, it is. Org. Okay. Yep. And uh, you, well, you can actually go to either. Now that I say that, there yeah. the first T is rebranding, and you'll see the the being dropped this year. But actually, okay. first T Seattle or the first T Seattle dot org will both yeah. take you to the same place. So okay, yeah, you're updated. Yeah. 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 Okay. First dot org and uh, yeah. Evan Johnson. Thanks for taking a few minutes to talk about this. I know these are interesting times. But it sounds like uh, you're doing everything you can to, to keep the game going on your end. We sure are, uh, Tom, and thanks. And, and a lot of that is, uh, you know, what we're able to do is large part thanks to Washington Golf um, and the golf, Washington Golf Alliance, which is working so hard to bring golf back to our communities and in a safe way. So thanks to everything you guys are doing, it's going to make our summer programming possible. Yeah, very good. We're looking forward to it. And uh, May will be an interesting month. We'll, we'll get a lot more clarity about what we can cannot do. And we're hopeful, all hopeful, that uh, I think uh, golf and the industry will uh, be able to be at the forefront of all of that, hopefully. I agree with you there. Okay, Evan. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll talk soon again. Great. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Bye-bye.